Welcome to the Signature Eats Bakery. I'm Sig. We've got breads, pies, cookies, cakes, and absolutely no adventures. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I've been learning a lot of crazy things lately, so I could be confused, but isn't Janice Tide the holiday where everyone goes over to their friends' houses and they hole up for three days eating junk food and playing games without going out? That is correct. And Janice Tide is the holiday that's happening right now, right? I didn't get it mixed up with a different one? You have not mixed it up. Okay. So explain to me why Sig is nailing a clove of garlic to the door. Sig is nailing a clove of garlic to the door because his life is filled with too many random moments for him not to be a little superstitious. He wishes to avoid being stricken with vampirism. Vampirism? I wish for all of us to avoid being stricken with vampirism. You're welcome. Wait! Rewind! What does having a three-day sleepover have to do with vampires? No one mentioned this to you? No! I would have remembered that! I thought Janice Tide meant chill-out day, not vampire day. It means neither. It's kind of both, but technically Janice Tide means doorway time. Speaking of... We are officially sealed in. Merry Janice Tide, guys. Merry Janice Tide. Yeah, Merry Janice Tide. And that doesn't clear things up at all. Okay, so a long time ago, way back when people were still settling in the area, some scouts came to town to say there was a swarm of vampires coming. Well, I say town, but it was more like a camp. There were only two actual structures built, not very defensive. And the settlers had some weapons, but they were meant for hunting animals, not vampires, and definitely not that many vampires. They couldn't run away or get help? There was nowhere to run to and no one to get help from. Like I said, they were settlers. They were in the middle of nowhere. So what did they do? They remembered that vampires can't cross the threshold, the doorway, of a building unless they have an invitation. So they packed the two finished buildings with food, nailed garlic to the doors, and hunkered down. For Three days. Exactly. The vampires passed through and banged on the walls and yelled and all that, but they couldn't get in, and eventually, they all starved or fled. Every year after that, they reenacted it in remembrance, and boom, Janice tied. Of course, it's more an excuse to see friends and not go to work now, but that's where it came from. A little weird, I know, but... Nah, back home, we have a holiday where a groundhog predicts the weather, so I don't think I have that much room to judge. But... Wait, vampires and garlic and having to be invited in, that's all real? Yep. Does that mean other stuff is too? Like werewolves and silver? It is their main weakness, yes. What about fairies and iron? They can't even touch it without protection. And stakes through the heart? That's vampires again. I think a stake through the heart would kill most things. Huh, true. Well, good to know, I guess. Why are you asking us all these questions? They aren't teaching you all this stuff at your special, fancy magic school? Speaking of, how's that going? Great. It's been so fun. Spells are actually a lot like coding, so it's not that different than what I was already doing. Except, obviously way cooler. <laughs> like, watch this. Uh, oh, sick. Throw something at me. Throw that hammer. What? No. Come on. Just chuck the hammer at me. B, I'm not gonna- Happy. Throw something at me. Happy, don't. Done. Shield! Denied! A very well-constructed shield. I am impressed. 
Aw, thanks, Happy. Yeah, I've been working really hard. It's crazy because so many of the other students act like, like they're forced to be there. They're like, oh, I don't want to do homework. But I'm like, dude, we're learning how to do magic. How is this not the coolest thing ever? Although, I guess you don't think it is or else you'd be at that school instead of me. Eh, magic is cool, don't get me wrong. I'm just more interested in baking. Besides, I don't want to get caught up in whatever ridiculousness is going to happen this year. You keep telling me that, but I'm not getting those vibes at all. Everything's been pretty chill. Not that I'm complaining or anything, but with all the prophecy talk, I was expecting more excitement. Well, yeah, you're in Toad House. The best house. But just wait. Before the end of the year, something crazy is going to happen. Have you heard about any mysterious whisperings yet? No. Uh, have they been instituting weird curfews without telling you why? They did that Kurtz year, and it was because all the statues were coming to life and trying to kill the non-Dyerbeek students. No, but for sure tell me about that. It sounds wild. No random cryptic warnings? No, I... Wait, actually, they did put up a new sign telling us to stay out of the North Tower. Uh-huh, there we go. There's that good old Hexwell chaos in waiting getting ready to sweep you up. Sig, I'll be fine. Mm, just be careful. And don't get sucked into anything you don't want to do. Jeez, Sig. Don't you think you're being a little intense? No, I think I'm being basically the right level of intense. I have a great deal of knowledge about Sig's childhood, and his abundance of caution stems from life experience, not simple paranoia. Translation, I know what I'm talking about. Never said I doubted you, but... What? I don't know if I should say... No truth shall hide at Janus Tide. What? It's a part of the holiday. Everyone thought they might get eaten by the vampires, so they were blurting out secrets left and right, just in case they didn't get a chance to say them later. Janus Tide is the number one time of the year for proposals of both marriage and divorce. Everyone asks important questions during Janus Tide because we're trapped in a room together for three days, and also it's supposed to be bad luck if you don't answer, so it's the best time to ask, really. I mean, if it's traditional... B, just ask. What's your deal? Like, you kind of mention it sometimes, but I've never asked because it doesn't sound like you like to talk about it. No, it's not that I mind talking about it. I just hate when it's the only thing people want to talk about. I was... You remember when Oliver was here and trying to get me to go to Hexwell, but then we convinced him to take you instead? Of course. He thought you were the chosen one. Yeah, but... That's the thing. I am, potentially, the chosen one of a lot of things. Sieg had what is referred to as a miraculously portentous birth. That's how you get chosen ones, usually. A significant portents. Like being born on the night of a full moon or under a certain star sign. Things like that. So, you were born under a portent? <laughs> I wish it was only one. When I was born, the big moon was full and the little moon was eclipsed. Not only that, the planets were aligned and it was a leap day. On top of that, I'm a seventh son of a seventh son, which matters for some reason. And oh, you already know my mom was from your world, which makes me a child of two worlds. Very rare, except, you know, my six brothers. Speaking of my mom, she had trouble birthing me, so they had to cut me out through her stomach, which I guess technically means I was never birthed, which opens up a lot of loopholes. 
And I have this stupid birthmark on my shoulder that everyone says looks like something different. Oh, <laughs> you're right. It's like one of those Rorschach tests. I see... Two dogs fighting over a sandwich. That's what the Earl of Hellman said before he asked me to come back with him and return his family to its former glory. Did you do it? I mean, I was ten, so no. You were ten? What did he expect you to do? Same as everyone. Save the kingdom, or the world, or the princess, or whatever. Whatever needs to be done, I'm supposed to drop everything and go do it. Not that there's anything wrong with doing that. I mean, all six of my brothers are out there doing the hero thing. They're all really awesome. You, you should meet them at some point. But I'm... not into that. I never have been. Huh. You know, I always thought being a chosen one would feel kind of special. Like, I felt kind of special when I got your chosen one spot, even though we made all that up. I guess it comes down to who's doing the choosing. It doesn't feel super special when you get chosen randomly by fate or destiny or some prophecy you've never heard of. None of those people care about who I actually am or the skills I've worked to develop. No one's interested when I say, hey, let's talk pastries. They only care that I was born with a weird birthmark in true sight. Which is the only real perk of this whole chosen one thing, by the way. Even Happy is only friends with me because his people sent him to convince me to help end the world. Not end it. Plunge it into unending chaos. Wait, what? And, as I have noted in the past, even though that is how we met, in the extremely unlikely event that we had met under other circumstances, and I refrain from turning you to madness for long enough for you to make an impression on me, I am confident that I still would have found you sufficiently diverting to take an interest in. Translation? You're awesome! And anyone who's trying to take advantage of you for your portentous birth thing is an idiot. Especially since what they should really be taking advantage of you for is your baking skills. Those cookies you guys sent me last month were so good! That was Happy's idea. Thanks, Happy. Side note, for sure have some follow-up questions on that whole plunging the world into chaos thing, but right now, I'm going to return the friendship favor. Catch! Hmm. What is this? She toes. You bet. And I still haven't gotten a clear answer on the whole Wi-Fi thing, but we're not going to worry about that right now. We're just going to use it to get on Netflix. You mentioned that word before. What's Netflix? Oh, Sig. You're going to love this. I've been wanting to do this all month. Strap in. It's time for me to introduce you to the Great British Bake Off. Episode 5, Vampire Weekend, was written and directed by Destiny Howell. The show is produced and edited by Audio Media, with theme music by Lawrence Owen. Starring the voice talents of Wes Haas as Sig, Karsten Otto as Happy, and Sarah Ruth Thomas as B. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe. You can find us online at noadventurespod.com or at our Twitter at noadventurespod for extras, transcripts, and absolutely no adventures. So the cheetah on the packaging is meant to represent the abilities consuming this food will impart? Abilities? No. Fingertip coloration? Yes. <laughs>